0: Hello ladies and welcome to episode 6 for the Boss Mommy Podcast. My name is Sierra Payne and I am the owner of the Mommy Mommypreneur Company. Today's topic is brand building for mompreneurs and women entrepreneurs. Ladies, I hope you're ready because we're headed all the way to Nashville, Tennessee to talk to my girl Desmona. Okay, ladies, and before we get started, I just want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in every week to listen to my podcast. I have been receiving so much feedback and so much positive comments in my DM. Ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I will continue to do podcasts every week, so please make sure you tune in, join, share, and like and comment under my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. But ladies, enough of that. Let's jump right into it.
1: Hello, that's Mona. Hey, Sarah. How are you?
0: I am fine. How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm good.
0: Good. Okay. So we're going to jump in it. And okay. tell us, um. So this is the Boss Mommy Podcast. We just like to keep it real with women and let them know the real about building businesses, starting brands. So we first want to just introduce you and let us know who you
1: are, what you do, and where you're from. Well, my name is Desmona Allison. I am a HR professional um, with over 20 years of experience. I am a business coach and consultant. um, And I just love working with moms, helping them get started in their business. Helping them build build up their businesses, and just um being able to help them balance um life and you know chasing their dreams. So that's a that's a little awesome. bit about me. Awesome, awesome. Okay, and where are you from? Desmond? let the ladies know where you're from. I'm actually born in, born in Chicago, Illinois. I was raised in Memphis, Tennessee, and. I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee. So I've been here for about 19 years in Nashville. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. In Chicago, that's right next door from Milwaukee. So we're uh, here in yes. Milwaukee. Yes.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. So can you please explain to women what brand building means and why
1: it's so important? To me, Sierra, brand building is all about generating awareness, um, and you're you're trying to establish and promote your business to others. So brand build, building is not just a visual thing, it's um you how people perceive you. You are really how you want people to perceive the business and the services that you are offering to them. So brand building is not only just a visual thing, but it's 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 everything that's you your services and how you want your clients to perceive what you're going to, the service that you're going to offer them. And, And it's pretty much the overall perception of your business as well. So those, I mean, it encompasses a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So with your services,
0: so if a lady, so if someone is ready to start a business, so what do you help them like create the logo with the website or what do you do far as brand building if someone wanted to receive your services?
1: So the first thing I do is um, I have to ask that, try to get to know that person personally, see what they're trying to do with their business, see what um, they're interested in. What their talents are, what their skills are, because really a lot of people have um, good ideas and they want to start businesses, but they really don't know why they want to, uh, what they want to do with it. They don't even know if it's the right type of business for them. So the first thing I do is sit down and ask them a couple of questions and, and gather for them if if something that they're actually ready to do, because entrepreneurship is a huge um, task to take on yeah. it's not an overnight thing it takes a while to establish yourself it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of times people think it's just you know I had this big idea um, I'm just going you know name my business go out here and do this and I'm gonna make millions but you have to know if it's something you really want to take on so any of the cl- anybody that uh, wants you know to work with me or um, utilize the services that I offer I want to make sure that for one that um, they're a go-getter just like myself because you can't um, you can't get people to do what they need to do you can give them advice you can um, and you can't run the business for them so you want to make sure it's something that they're ready to you know dive into and and take that leap so Yes. Okay. And one of the important things that you touched on was
0: like you know women are so in a hurry. You know everybody they want a business, but they just pick a name. They want to create a website and just go. But women yeah. need to understand like it's the, the very most important thing. Start with the name. Picking out the business name that means so so much. Yes. So it's very important. I like to tell uh, women as well. You know, make sure you take your time with picking out your name because that's going to set you apart right away. Yeah. And then also, like you said, you know, making sure that y'all find out, you know, what your passion is. Really think about it. Don't just do what you see is working for someone else because yes. what's working for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So yes. you have to find out what your passion is and pick a business in that field.
1: Yes. Because I think a lot of times, here you know, with social media these days, people see, you know, people on Instagram they're doing this. Oh, she's, she's, you know, she started up her a little fashion business. I can do that too. Or they think it's, you know, just pretty much easy. Let me just go out here and get some stuff. And I, you know, I'm going to do just like this girl did and I'm going to make millions. And right. that is not the way it is. Cause a lot of times for, for example, for me, when I first started getting into entrepreneurship, there was hobbies that I had, things that I really like, because I'm a creative person. I don't know about you, but I'm a very creative person. And I get that from my mom a lot. She, she's an entrepreneur as well. So okay. I I started a business um, making natural um, body products, and lotions. I love to do it. And the reason why I started it was I had gotten... Um, A a job that I had for almost eight and a half years, they ended up closing the doors. The business went um, bankrupt, so I wasn't working. And both of my daughters had eczema, and I used to have to make um, them olive oil soaps all the time. So I was like, you know, I really enjoy doing this. Maybe this is something that I can do while I'm not working to make some money, you know. Uh, It will help my girls. It will help me financially get some money besides everything else you know it would help me out so I did that for a while I enjoyed it but I soon later realized it was not um aligned with everything else that I had um my purpose it wasn't in line with all those things um so I mean that's a lot of we all have big ideas And things we want to do but not a lot of times we don't sit down and you know make sure they're aligned with the things that we really need to do in our life they're not going to blossom like we want them to so when you are going back to say you know talking about people starting businesses and and they really don't know what they want to do they really don't know what um they can, the, with their talents and their skills, if this is something that is going to be a good fit for them to actually make a living off of, you know, you got to sit down and look at all those things and, and, and really carefully think about it. I mean, coming up with your name itself, like you said, is a big deal because that is what people are going to forever know your business for. Wow. Um, You can rebrand from time, you know, yourself. You can rebrand yourself. But your name, the name of your business, you want to make sure that it's going to be something lasting and something that you can that is going to be global. Uh, You know, you want to make a good name for yourself. Something people are going to see and they're going to remember. And it's not just like everybody else's business. Yes,
0: yes. And what you said, something was so important. You said you was working your current job and you decided to start a business on the side, selling the body, natural body products. And a lot of women don't realize, and I tell entrepreneurship, not for everybody, but part-time entrepreneurship is. So it's okay to work a nine to five. I think Instagram make it feel like women... You know, it's something wrong with working a regular job. So you can work a regular, not your nine to five and still have a business on the side. You know, it's a lot of business that you can do and um, have like a side hustle. And then another thing that you said was important was like your business. You said they closed their door. And a lot of women too don't need to also understand these jobs are not secure anymore. Like, you know, back in the day, you know, our parents was working at these jobs and they wanted to stay there 10, 20, 30 years. But these days, these jobs are not secure. So you need to have a backup plan yes
1: and and to piggyback on what you said about having a 95 and still having your side hustle I mean I still have a 95 job I am a HR manager that is my career that's my career so now that you know I have my consulting business it all you know falls in line with what I want to do everything falls in line the experience I have um, in working with people and problem solving and helping people, you know, learn how to do things to advance in their careers, all that it falls in line with what I'm doing now. The only thing that's different is I'm working with small business owners. I mean, working um, in corporate America and in small businesses. I, two different things i mean you're i'm dealing with people that are just starting their businesses and they could come they could end up being like a corporate business at some point in their life but i'm dealing with people right from the beginning of the foundation or that they've already had their businesses and they just need to work on some things um to leverage themselves so it's okay that's one thing that uh And I've had experience in network marketing too. And a lot of times they paint this picture of you've got to quit your full-time job to focus on your, you know, your business. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You really, really don't. You can do it. You can do both of them. You can do your business, your hustle, your side hustle, wherever you want to call it, and still have a nine to five job. Still be a mom. Um, do stuff with your kids. It's all about um, time management. So if you're going to give, you know, eight hours of your day to your job, you need to come home and delegate your time wisely too. You need to spend time with your family. I mean, just before I got on this podcast with you, you know, I was trying to get a dinner together for my daughters. And, you know, uh, being a mom is a full-time job. We wear a lot of hats, but it's not impossible to do all of them. And so, I mean, I don't ever advise anybody to, you know, you got a business idea, go ahead and quit your job. You know, I never advise people on that because for one thing, if you financially don't have the money to um, invest in your business right off, um, then you'll need that income as well to help you you know, to kind of get you on your way. So that's what I've always done. And I've used um, my experience in corporate America to help me in what I'm doing now. So I never, I I don't know if, uh, you know, if a lot of your, the people that follow you are full-time entrepreneurs or they're, you know, they're working a nine to five, and their moms and their, you know, doing their hot their side hustle. But I I love to see women um flourish in all those things. And they I love to I want to tell them and let them know that it can be done. It's not impossible at all. It can all be worked out. You can, you just have to manage your time.
0: Yes, yes. So yes, I'm so thankful that you touched on that topic because a lot of moms and women who do follow and listen to the podcast ask me that question all the time. You know, should I quit my job? When is a good time? And I'm like, I don't advise, you know, I can't give you an answer to that question. And because yeah. it's based on you your experience yes. and you know what is your backup plan everybody's situation is different like with me uh, my business is home health care like I have to work my full-time job at the hospital start my business and work my job for a whole year before I could leave my job but you know my situation yeah. was different and I wasn't even making a lot of money in my business but it was just the right decision for me in order yeah. to build my business but that is different based on every person.
1: Yeah, I, it's 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 different for everybody. You're exactly right on that, and and really, truthfully, and honestly, people you'll know when it's mm-hmm. time for you to take that leap. You really will know. you You have to sit down, and for one, know if you're ready to let the other thing go. I'm not. I'm not ready to let my <laughs> my nine to five go. Well, I really I I enjoy it. I do because it gives me the opportunity to work with. Um, other uh, other people outside of what my niche is, to me being an HR manager, I see a lot of women in corporate America that are dealing with um, you know, not getting paid as much as men are in corporate America. I see uh, a lot of women sh- struggling to even advance in their careers, so. To me, I still have a lot of work to do uh, in that aspect with my nine-to-five that I'm wanting to be there to help them. You know, they people ask me a lot. They'll come and ask me a lot of questions about what they need to do. You know, how should I address this? Uh, how should I, you know, ask for this and negotiating my salary? And it's a lot of women all the time. It's not a lot of the men. So, I see what, I see what goes on in corporate America. And you and I both know how, you know, we all know any of us moms that have worked in corporate jobs, we know it it feels like a lot of times we are, um, we are choosing our jobs over our families at times. And it's hard. It's a tug of war between the both because I've had Um, managers tell me well I'm not gonna I don't really want to hire her because you know she's got small children and she may you know not and it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. it it, to me I couldn't believe that our people were would actually say that to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) for one I'm a mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I know how it is but that you really don't wanna hire this person because you're afraid you know kid- her kids are small, she's gonna be out all the time, and we don't have to worry about that it, it, it's it's just really hard for me to leave and um but people still do it they really do, and I hear it all the time. I have a friend that actually she is doing a um study on women in corporate america uh and the stuff that they have to deal with because to me i think that's why there has been such a raw sierra in women starting businesses um because they know these jobs are not uh always promised Mm -hmm. and two they feel like they're always um you know playing favorites over their kids with their jobs and so it's it's like okay if i end up losing that job Or if they end up letting me, um, you know, if I just quit that job because I just can't do it, you know, right now, with everything else that's going on, or I lose that job, what am I going to do, you know, to provide for my family? Uh, Then a lot of us have to do other things to even survive, you know, financially, a lot of us have to do other things. So, I, I mean, I love to see women that um are interested in going into entrepreneurship and young ladies that are interested in going into entrepreneurship because i feel like in the next um few years that's what it's really going to be about the millennial generation they don't um they don't put up with a lot of things that some of our baby boomers did and stay at jobs forever you know they're seeing that there's an outlet to jump outside of that box and work for yourself and set your own hours and answer to yourself right right? um they're seeing another that there's something else out there you don't have to you know do this nine to five thing all the time you know to make a living so and i think that's why there's been a rise in you know people actually um creating lifestyle their lifestyle through social media, through Instagram, through all those, um, YouTube, all that stuff because they're seeing there's another opportunity. Yes. Than this regular nine to five job. So
0: yes, and I love it. I love how like social media just came and changed, but it opened up so many doors. For so yes. many people to make so much money. And I, yes. like when I hear people to say, oh, I'm not, girl, I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. It's like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, how could you not have a, or even want to yes. start a business and not be
1: on social media? And not be on. Like, mm-hmm. if nobody
0: knows who, who you are, who buying your products? Like, people have exactly. to know who you are. So. But yes, that leads me into my next question. So what are three hard things about being an entrepreneur for some of my mompreneurs and some of my mommies who are already having a business that has a business? What are three things hard about being an entrepreneur?
1: You know, I think we've kind of already touched on a couple of them yeah. already. But number one is balancing your work life, That the balance that is one of the hardest things the balance part of it for a lot of people they don't see how they can do it um and the one thing that i had to learn how to do is i have to plan i have to const- i have to plan i'm just a planner i have to sit down and decide okay this part of my day i already know is gone to my 95 so where am i going to put the time in to concentrate on Things I want to do with my business, making phone calls, um, helping my clients, fixing dinner, taking my daughters to go do something fun. I have to sit out and plan my day. Even um, I have days that are set for different things. Like one may be when I'm coming, when I come home from my nine to five, I'm going to focus on uh, what post I'm going to do for the next week or two what i want to um talk to a client about you know scheduling time to talk to people during the hours that i'm available for so it's a lot about delegating your time it's not hard to do i don't think a lot of people sit down and and they honestly see the free time that they have even if that means you can't watch tv tonight when you come home right <laughs> you gotta give that to um work in your business you know Uh, and when my girls were a little bit younger, um, I would have to make, uh, to tell them, okay, so if we do this, this weekend, then you've got to give me an hour, you know, for me to sit down and focus on that. So we had to agree on, okay, this is mom, this is mom's time to do this. My daughters are older now. Uh, I have, my youngest is about to turn 17 and my oldest is 19. So I don't have to really um, negotiate that with them anymore because they see what I've been doing and the time I put in for stuff, and they will sit back and let me do it. Um, however, some of our moms with younger kids, you have to sit down and negotiate with your kids, you know. And even if you have a sp- you got a spouse, you got to sit down and take the time to do what you need to do with your family, but then handle your responsibilities. Um, for the services you want to pro- provide to your clients because you got to give them time too. Um, and then also, if you're working a nine to five, you have to do that, you know, say that after you leave your nine to five, there's no more looking at my emails. There's no more um, doing this. You know, like I had a hard time with, I would go in on the weekend and I'm thinking I don't need to do that because my weekend should be my time right <laughs> you know uh-huh. my, weekend, my weekend should be my time and I would say number two the hardest thing um for entrepreneurs period is staying motivated and being consist consistent in what you're doing because a lot of times we get laxed we get laxed and we don't want to uh you know we get a little lazy sometimes so I mean, I don't know about you, but I have to sit down and say, remind myself, look, Desmonda, okay, you know that quote, you got to do the things that other folks won't do. You got to do that stuff, you know, you can't just um, sit here and give one hour a week to your business and expect it to flourish. You can't do that. So you got to be consistent. You got to constantly um let people know that you're still there and providing services for them. Like you said, social media, girl, I am not the best at making sure that I'm posting all the time because I don't have a lot of time to do that, but I know that there's t- there's tools out there for me to utilize to do so. So it's a, it's about taking the time to utilize those tools and see which ones are best for you. Because I think you said something too earlier about um, you've had people tell you that they're not on Instagram or Facebook and they're trying to run a business. And it's like, okay, I need you, number one, to figure out what social media outlet that the people that you're trying to provide services to are on. Where are they at? And whatever that is, that's where you need to be. That's where you need to be, um, telling them about you, telling them about your services and build brand building. That's where you need to be. So if it's that you don't want to post on, uh, Instagram all day, then you go find a tool to set that up and let it post for you. So, uh, the third thing I would say, Sierra is the hardest thing for, um, a lot of people is managing um, the ups and downs of finances when it comes to your business. Um, If you don't have the funding, like a lot of people do to pour into your business from the beginning, some people give up right away. They're like, I don't have the money to do it. It doesn't take a lot. There's a lot of free apps. I mean a lot of free stuff out there for you to utilize starting up your business. And two, Social media is free. It's it's the best tool in the world. Right. It's the best tool to in the world. Mm-hmm. And you're starting off as an entrepreneur. You're not going to make a lot of money at the beginning. You, you're really not going to. I mean, that's just the tr- God-oddest truth. You're going to make something, but you're not going to make millions right off. Now, there have been people that you see them on social media and you feel like they just blew up overnight, that is very far and few. It really, really is. Because um I, if sometimes when you go back and look further back, they've been working at what they're where they're at now for the past 10 years. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they've been working on it for years. It wasn't an overnight thing for them. You know, they've been putting in the time And you just now, you know, see them because something that they did finally took off. So learning how to manage your personal finances needs to be your number one fix first and make it trickle into your business. Because if you can't handle um, your own paying bills, doing things like that then how do you expect to run the business and have the best credit and, you know, be able to actually make a profit off of what you're going to do, because you're going to do the same. If you you are doing bad with your personal finances, it's going to show up in your business as well. It really, really is. So those are the three things I think are the top things that people have the hardest time dealing with. Um, with being an entrepreneur yes yes awesome awesome okay and
0: then our last question is what is some advice that you would give to a woman that's looking to start a business and then another one is what who are three women on social media that you would recommend to follow
1: okay I, I love that last question <laughs> <sighs> because girl I am like the biggest Woman supporting advocate. <laughs> I'm tell- I, I, for real. I, I love to see women flourish. And I know that um, there's so much work for us, so much work to be done with women actually working together and um, networking better because I think a lot of times we feel like we're so in competition with each other that um, we don't we don't collaborate like we need to. I mean, you may see, uh, some people collaborate, but in the background, are they still, you know, like referring people to that person or are they getting along behind the scenes or, you know, do they genuinely want to see each other do well? So I know it's a lot of uh, work for women to do, you know, for us to be done in that area. And I think the more and more that, um, people see women like you inviting people to come on to your podcast Sierra and you're, you're giving them the um, platform to talk about what they're doing. It's going to create that habit of us doing that for each other. So, um, I would say the advice that I would give to women, you know, looking to start their business is network, collaborate with each other because sometimes it's not, um, just about what you know, but who knows, um, you might meet up with some somebody who has experience in something that you don't which can help you catapult your business so get get to workshops go and support other women in your community get on social media follow women I mean message them if you see them doing something good on their websites message them and tell them girl that is awesome you know like I love what you're doing and how can I help you? You know, like, I think the more and more we reach out to each other and say, you know, what can I, how can I help you, you know, in your business? You know, we might, people might take that sometimes. I think some people take that like, what help do I need? Mm-hmm. But I think we all do. Oh, yes. You know, it's
0: something,
1: <laughs> it's, it's something mm-hmm. that um, we don't know everything about. So, you know, each of us can actually add, give each other some what what some people call golden nuggets, you know, like good bits of information or experience to help them along the way. Or if they see that there is some way that if they did this like that, that it could help their business grow. So uh, another thing of advice I would give to women is. Learn really what your talents and your skills are. I mean, you might really think that you're good at something, (laughs) but you have to do your research. You have to constantly help develop yourself, your skills, whatever it is that you were trying to do. You need, you should be a lifelong learner in whatever that is so that you can add some expertise to what you're doing that helps you set yourself apart from others so always be ready to learn be ready to take some advice and um information from others you know and learn that you cannot um do everything when for one thing women wear a lot of hats we really do in our life but we cannot do every, every everything we can't we have to look for others to help us we have to ask for help too we have to ask for help Um, and then um, for the people that I I would say that um, I would suggest that you follow one person that um, I have watched from my network marketing from network marketing is Oh, uh, Ronnie Brown Ronnie Brown is amazing. Like, I
0: love her <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my She is amazing um when I um got into network marketing, I started hearing about her. I started following her, start you know listening to some of her lives um I had ended up getting on her website and she had a question that said, you know, like, um, do you need help uh, growing your business? Like, she had an outlet where you could, you know, message her and reach out to her. And I thought, I'm going to message her, but I'm pretty sure I'm never going to hear from her. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to probably hear from her because, you know, like you get on a lot of uh, websites and you sign up for stuff. Um, but they're going to send you like some type of free information and that's about all you're ever going to, you know, actually hear from them. I say probably two weeks after that, I get a phone call, Sierra, and I'm actually in the middle of cooking dinner and I answer my phone and I was like, I don't recognize this number. Like, who is this calling me? And I thought, okay, maybe it might be somebody who saw, you know, me on Instagram or something you know, about my business, and they're calling, they're reaching out. So I answered, and um, it was her, and she said, "This is Ronnie Brown." And I paused for a minute. I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> like to me, I was like, in my eyes, this girl's like she's celebrity. Right. And um, I said, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> And she said, this is Vanessa Brown. I said, you're kidding. And she said, no, no. And I think she was a little bit shocked at the fact that I was shocked that she called me. Um, But she was calling. I said, you actually, I said, I have to um, say thank you already before we even talk. Because I would never have thought that you would have actually called to take the time to call somebody. To see what they need. You know what help they need. And she did. And um, I talked to her a minute. But that was like that set a tone for me. Like no other that. When people reach out to you. You know it doesn't matter. What level that you are in your business. Where you at. You need to take the time. You know take the time to reach back to people. If you can. Now when you get to a certain level in your life. You may not be able to do that. But while you can, that just told me a lot about her, that she really, really wants to help people. So that is one person that I definitely say you should definitely follow. And then um, another would be, um, let's see, because I have so many,
0: <laughs> That's okay. I don't
1: really want to, I really don't want to say celebrities because we mm-hmm. all can follow them all day, but if we find real deal women that are pouring into people doing things, um, then we need to follow them. There is, um, uh, there is another girl. Her name is M. Harrison, um, and uh, she wrote a book called "About Pivoting." She did a book called "On Pivoting," and she was just like it seemed like she was just you know somebody like me. You know, she's not a mom, but she's trying to consult, do a she's doing a consulting business, and she's out here really trying to help people. Um, and I will, if people, you know, after you hear this podcast, I'm actually going to, I'll if you go into my Instagram page I have a tab up there that says follow her like women that you should follow so there's a couple people that I already have on there that I really recommend and M. Harrison is one Ronnie Brown is another Um, let's see Uh, who else can I say I'm gonna say one more is um, gonna be Ash Elise. And I met Ash Elise through the same company um, from the same company that Ronnie Brown was a part of. And Ash Elise, she is it's, she's very uh down to earth, very person, and the platform that she has created is now. She is out doing more on YouTube and she's giving tutorials to people on helping them brand their businesses um, on how they need to, you know, pretty much present themselves and their offers of service to people. She she puts a lot of tools out there. So she's another person that I would say that I would recommend people follow. So, but if you go on my Instagram page, like I said, I have a couple of people in Uh, my little tab at the top that's called follow her of people that I really recommend you follow. So
0: awesome. I love it. Well, Deslona, I just want to thank you so, so much for taking the time out to join our boss mommy podcast. But Before we let you go, we just want, I want you to let everyone know where they can follow you yet, where they can follow you yet, how to contact you. And if they want to connect with you and receive your services, your website.
1: Okay, so my website is Um, um It is currently under con- reconstruction because I've been rebranding myself. Um, however, you can go on my you can find me on Instagram under Desmona Janice Inspires and also on Facebook under Desmona Janice Inspires. Uh, Go to those Facebook and Instagram. You'll find me. You can find me on Twitter as well under that same t- name, Desmona Denise inspires. Uh, all my contact information is posted on all those outlets as well. Uh, my actual, my email address and my telephone number.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, well, thank you, Desmona, so much, and I look forward to working Welcome. with you soon.
1: Yes. And I enjoyed this year. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity on your platform.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: to tell about my, you know, what I'm doing, but I look forward to us doing some other networking as well. Thank- and I may have to come down to a yes, yesterday. or to <laughs> Nashville.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. We would definitely have to connect. Some okay.
0: Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. All, All right.
1: right. Bye. Bye.